Welcome to the Inside Outside Guys on News Talk 760 WJR. From the roof to the basement, from the street to the back fence, they've got you covered. Here are Chuck Bridenstein and Ken Calverly. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the weekend on this beautiful June morning. How you doing, brother? Life is good. Life is good. But I've dried out. <laughs> you got some thunderstorms Noah last night. Noah and I were looking for animals two by two last night. Boy, we got hit hard. Uh, you in and Tennessee Noah? County. Oh, my goodness. I thought it was so funny when I came in here and told you that, and you said, didn't rain by me. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm about, I mean... It, in a straight line, I'm probably only 10 minutes south of you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you got hit that hard. We got spit oh. on for a little while. It was churning up. I mean, the wind was blowing, but we didn't get the major rains, but I you did. I it up. I got to believe there's a lot of basements and crawls around me, truly, this morning that are full of water. So to our basement waterproofing uh, team partners. Truly. Genesee County's place to be today. Oh, no kidding. I. Uh, it's funny. It was a beautiful, beautiful storm. Windy, heavy, heavy rain. For an extended period of time, one of those where you go out on the porch and watch it. Yes. Oh, yeah. I love that. And smell it. But my gutters overflowed all around the house. It you know was why? Amazing. Because you're the inside guy. <laughs> <laughs> Too stupid to have the right one. <laughs> I mean, it was falling so hard, so fast. It's like when you're driving down the highway and the water, the road can't shed the water. It's I was in that Tuesday. Oh, well, there you go. Same thing. It's just, it, it, it's like you wouldn't think. That you could flood a sloped surface, but I've, I told a story years ago where I had that happen on a brand new house we built, and uh, the owner called me, and we had had a rain like I'm describing yesterday, last night, and he said they had a little water come in, and I, I'm going, no way, no way, you know, I go out there, and we, we looked and looked again and ran hoses, and we could not find anything, and it never happened again, and the only thing we could figure was that it rained so hard that it flooded the roof. And roofs, if roofs can't shed water, it'll work. It's going to come way. back in, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Wow. It yeah. was, that was probably 35 years ago, but I've never forgotten it. It's like, whoa, you wouldn't so think it possible. You and I both experienced uh, what you and I refer to as gully washers. Oh. Um, this week. This yeah. week. I was, Tuesday, I was actually in Livonia, which is an hour and 10 minutes drive home on a good day. Um, for me, and it was right at five o'clock when I was done with my estimate. We were down there again Wednesday. Weren't oh yeah. Oh, I was down there the next morning with you. Absolutely. Yeah, I, <laughs> I thought we were down there. But that was Tuesday, and uh, I mean, I had rain coming down sideways. I had hail hitting my truck, and I jumped on seventy-five right at Square Lake, and, and still, some people were pulling over. I'm the kind of guy that goes just, you know, go slow, take go. And eventually, I got out of it. And uh, but it was coming down sideways. Roads were just flooded, flooded. And we haven't experienced that much this no. year. Anybody? I remember back in the uh, late seventies and eighties when little cars started to be popularized because you know fuel was so expensive and we were going to run out of it. Yada yada. Yes. And I had a little Subaru that probably weighed about three hundred pounds total. <laughs> And in a storm like that, I ha I literally had that thing hydroplane on me a few different times. Really? Where you'd be going down the road, and there's so much water on the road that all of a sudden the car, you could tell, was riding on the water for a split second. Scared you. You slowed down. Heart drops to your toe, oh. which makes you let go of the gas, never touch the brake, just let go exactly. of the gas. Yep. Oh, yeah. and then, well, it's funny because I was out uh, doing some work on my truck the other day. I noticed my, my tires. And I, I've never let my tires go as long as they are now, and I just can't believe. 
That's not, that's, no. That's always a sign of a uh, destitute tradesman. You look uh, at the tires on his truck. I'm destitute. That's, <laughs> our, that's for sure. I honestly had a guy tell me that probably 40 years really? ago. Really? Yeah. Oh, but my, so when a guy can't buy tires, you know he's hard up. Well, and I, I know I, that's not you. I could buy them. <laughs> it's funny. As soon as I saw it, I texted my buddy who works at a dealership, and I said, order me some tires. <laughs> I mean, the minute it happened, I ordered me some tires. And he That's worked funny. at another place a long time ago. I'm almost embarrassed to say it was a year and a half ago at least when he got me my last set of tires. And he was over last night at the house. And I said, I just can't believe it's been that long since I've changed you tires. You drove through a set of tires in a year and a half? Oh, yeah, easy. Yeah. You know what, though, bud? They don't make them like they used to. <laughs> I'm sorry. They just don't. They're more expensive. They don't make them like they used to. It's amazing how, how fast I've been through these tires. Here's one for you since you've got money to burn on tires. Yeah, right. An Italian artist just had an immaterial sculpture, an artwork of literally nothing, auctioned for $18,300. In February, the same guy exhibited another immaterial sculpture in Milan, demarcated by a square of tape on a walkway. Since then, he's had an empty white circle on a sidewalk, and people are buying these. They're called immaterial sculptures. Some of the stuff that's being <laughs> sold on the internet now. Isn't um, that unbelievable? The virtual stuff you can buy that people spend money for. It's, it's pe people just have too much money. Some people just have too much money. I got to wonder. Yeah, I'd love to talk someone to that. I know. It's like. Hey, anybody wants to buy 10 year old or 10 year old episode of the Inside Outside Guys? We, we can, can sell it. them the old, you know, like a year. Maybe we'll sell them. <laughs> 2009 or something. Call it artwork. <laughs> all the hard work. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're going to make today's show and tomorrow's show all about the listener. We have no one calling in these two days. So Chuck and I decided we are going to answer emails and we are going to answer your questions. And lo and behold, the guy's number is back, 888-654-GUYS. Cool. I like that. Well, if you pay the bill once in a while, you know that. <laughs> yeah, that was the issue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? If you woke up in anywhere near our area and had pieces of shingles on the ground, we've got a company that does professional. Yeah, we do have a company that does professional. But, hey, well, we got to talk about our article when we get back to it. I want to make sure I mention that, buddy. Article in the free press because soft costs and hard costs. I want to mention that before we go to break. Let's talk about the difference when we get back to break for that, too, as well. And then you're talking about Kangaroo Roof, right? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Let's Kangaroo Roof, if you're looking for a repair, you're looking, they got a book. They come out. They don't mark it up. If you need a repair, they show you on the book what your repair cost. Already printed out where you go. That's Kangaroo Roof. You have housing questions? The Inside Outside guys on WJR have the answers. Here are Ken and Chuck. Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you being with us. We're excited to actually kind of have a relaxed show where we're talking to our listeners, and that kind of kind of throw, a throwback to the olden days. <laughs> That's funny. It. That is true. Yeah, we didn't get any calls. 888654 Guys, 888-654-4897. All right, brother. So what's the one cost that hasn't gone up in construction in the last year? The one cost? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the article from this weekend. Yeah, and me too. I, I love where <laughs> we talk about soft costs versus hard costs. And that's, that's you, okay? You, you brought that to me years ago. And I remember when you saying that going, huh? 
Sounds French. It sounds French. Wee, wee, wee. But it's obviously something that you taught for many years. Um, let's explain to people what those are because we're talking about the cost of construction. And there was another article yeah. I read earlier this week, Chuck, that said that the cost of construction materials in the last year have gone up 26%. Inflation. Boom. Not, not, not to mention, how does, how does a contractor keep control? How does a contractor keep control of all of these costs when it's a moving target like it has been over the last year? You know, we mentioned in the article that some contractors are going to find themselves in jeopardy because they are inadvertently going to eat up profit by locking in prices on things that they don't know what they're gonna, what the cost is gonna be when they have to buy it. Right. It might be, uh, I gotta buy you shingles for the roof I signed a contract uh, for, uh, but I'm not buying those shingles, I won't even get them until August or September. And there's a 20% price increase, but I can't pass that on to you, so I have to eat that. And if that's, the, if that's what, what happens, the only place that can come from is profit, and once you've eaten up profit, then it comes out of soft costs. So what is soft costs? Soft costs are all the costs it takes to run the business. So my insurance, my office, my truck, my gas, my typewriter, my... Stuff you my have typewriter. to have. I said typewriter. <laughs> what an old guy. What an old guy. Stuff you have to have, right? Yeah, to run the business. Paper clips, paper, the copy machine, uh, salaries, those kinds of things. And there are a lot of categories. The hard costs are what it actually takes to do the work that the company does. So you mentioned material prices. Hard, uh, the cost of lumber is a hard cost. Yeah. What we pay, f you know, to put those two-by-fours out on Ken's new house, that's a hard cost. And we monitor both of those as percentages of our total costs. And, of course, we monitor them also, at, you know, at, in real time in dollars and cents. But the industry has data points that are percentages. You know, the X percent of your gross revenue should be hard cost. X percent should be this. You know, X percent should be profit. And um, a lot of companies, they're not lazy right now. They're busy. They're running so fast, so hard, that if, if and when the carousel stops, some will be caught surprised. You know, and, and that's so important to say because we don't have – years like this don't happen very often. Oh, my And goodness. it's very, very oh. easy because all you're hearing is the good news. All homeowners are hearing out there is the good news. All contracts are hearing out the good news. But if a contractor goes in this year with the same prices or he doesn't write, we just said that cost materials over the last year have gone up 26%. If he doesn't adjust for that, if he doesn't adjust for his guy, because here's, here's yeah. understand, as, as a business, Chuck, you know what you have to make, okay, whether that's 26% gross profit when you're done either way. Hopefully you know. <laughs> ho ho hopefully you yeah. don't. Too many don't, but hopefully yeah. you know. And as the cost goes up, you don't adjust for this, and you're so busy, like you're saying, Chuck, you're not keeping an eye on the numbers on a daily or weekly basis. Oh. It's very hard to get in trouble. It's it very is. easy to get in trouble. There's, a, there's some axioms out there that contractors are too quick to lower prices and too slow to raise them. True. And True. I've seen it, you know, for 50 years. Uh, and I know that as a homeowner, you're going, boy, it doesn't seem like they're too slow to raise them. But I'm telling you, it is a brutal brutal battle they're all fighting right now to stay on top of this what, what's so important and it's mentioned in the article is a dollar okay yeah. a, a contractor has to sell a dollar for two dollars 
two fifty. He can't sell a dollar for a dollar twenty five or a dollar fifty, or he's going to go out of business. That's crazy, isn't it? You know, and it's funny because I remember having a conversation with my accountant years ago. You know, Ken, you made a lot of, you know, you did really well this year, but how much were your dollars selling for? Which is doesn't matter how much revenue you make, doesn't matter how much business you do, if you don't sell that dollar for what you know you need to make, yeah, you're going to be in trouble. Probably the biggest word in business is C-O-S-T, yeah. cost. And most people don't really monitor cost. And even homeowners don't. And we kind of segue in that article into the cost of money. That's the one thing that has not gone up while everything else has. Right. And that's been the saving grace for the industry because right. if the cost of money went up, we'd all be sitting here twiddling our thumbs. But it hasn't. And it's still uh, something that homeowners need to think about. Everyone's still busy. Yeah. Everyone out there is still busy. I hope it lasts a long time. And that's something, too, I, I do think it will because there aren't a lot more of us opening up. There's a lot of companies that have been in business for years that are closing down. But I guarantee there's still more of those closing down than there are opening there's up. There's still more demand than there is ability to meet the demand. And yeah. I, I, don't, I don't see that going away because no. these costs, these, this 26% cost in materials... It's going to be the same in, in labor. It's got to be the same, yeah. easy in labor, and people are still buying. Yeah. So it's not scaring anyone off. I hey, had a friend years ago. You need ago, a roof or you got a leak in basement, you got to fix them. You know? I, I had a friend years ago yeah. who's dead now that he was a big smoker, and he said, they'll never cost me out of smoking. They can raise as much as you want. The price, they'll never stop smoking. Like I said, he's, he's gone now. Yeah. But same kind of thing. People, are, they want that deck. They want it bad enough. They're going to buy it. They're going to. They're going to get it. And it's all relative, you know. We did a thing, uh, an article a few weeks ago on that very issue that it is. It becomes relative. Right. If the market will support it, then you're going to pay whatever the market demands. It's fascinating yeah. stuff. We're, we're going to have more of this when we get back yeah. from break. We're going to talk to Tracy from Allen Park. When we get back from break, and we're going to take your phone calls at eight 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 six five four guys, which equals eight 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 six five four four eight nine seven. Hey, if you had that gully washer last night and you realized that you had water coming in your basement, you've got to make sure that when it's repaired, it's not just dry; it's ever dry. Here for you today and every day. This is the Inside Outside Guys on WJR. Here are Chuck and Ken. Good morning. Welcome back to the show. We are happy you're here with us every Saturday and Sunday morning, laughing and learning 24-7, the InsideOutsideGuys.com. Chuck, you're like this. Hard work spotlights the character in a person. Some, peop some people turn up their sleeves. Some people turn up their noses. Some people don't turn up at all. <laughs> no kidding. You like that? I do like that. <laughs> I, agree. I knew you would. <laughs> I agree with the premise. Yep. Eight 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 six five four guys equals eight 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 six five four four eight nine seven. Let's talk to Tracy and Allen Park. Good morning, Tracy. You're on with the Inside Outside guys on WJR. Good morning, guys. I love your show. I don't get to listen as much as I want to, but I appreciate you guys being there. Got a Thank question you, for you. Uh, it kind of stumped my friend and I. Um, they got an outdoor shed, a uh, wood shed in their backyard, and and there's like sawdust at the bottom of it and then at the top of it kind of like at that where the top meets the side there's almost like it looks like bat droppings i know it's not a bat it's just a small shed but you know i, I kind of thought maybe termites or carpenter ants but i didn't know about those droppings it, it you know that was just kind of odd to me and i was wondering if you could kind of send me a direction that might be able to help us um making kind of like a clicking sound 
What's the sound? Like what was the last thing like you said? Clicking sound. Yeah, kind of like a clicking sound. When you, you're quiet and you're listening, it sounds like, you know, in my mind, I'm hearing a munching something up there. Yeah, but it's like a, like a <laughs> clicking sound. But I just wasn't sure uh, if you guys had a, any help for us on that. You haven't seen any evidence of carpenter ants other than the well, dust? Now, it's a friend. It's a friend said. So we were just looking around. Evidence of it would be what, like a trail of ants, or I, I guess that's what I was thinking. With the sawdust, might be evidence of it. You'd normally see uh, ants too if you if you observe for a while, whereas the termites aren't as likely okay. to be uh, visible. Okay. And we do have termites. Okay. But it, I guess I was. Go ahead. I was just uh, befuddled by the, like the droppings. It's, you know, the, would would carpenter ants leave droppings on the, kind of up toward the top, but on the side. None that you could see. No, no. <laughs> None that you could no. see. Well, this is clearly right. visible. There's several spots where there's like droppings on the outside of the shed, like you know, yeah. like it almost kind of like under the soffit area. That sounds like two I, I different gonna, things. I, actually. Yeah. One give one. us a second to give you an answer here, buddy. Go ahead. And you could have bats. Okay. I mean, yeah. I'll, there could very well be bats there. I mean, that's not at all unusual. Yeah. Have you uh, been out there really? at twilight okay. to see if you witness any of them flying? Uh, no, we could definitely do that and see if we see anything. It's just such a small area. I mean, the shed's yeah. well, probably only three feet by. We lose you, Tracy? No, you I'm still here. Must- Okay. All right. So yes, it could be bats. Couple suggestions, real quick, Tracy. Um, home Defense Plus is the first. Or home Defense is the first thing I do. Go to Ace Hardware, buy some in a Home Defense. Play, spray the inside and the outside the wall. Spray the heck out of it. Do that once every three months. Okay. That should take care of any any insects that are in there. Another thing we suggest is okay. at night when it's dark outside. Someone go in that shed with a flashlight and shine it all over the place. Okay. And someone from the outside take a look at where any. Um, light gets through it all and seal those areas up because it very well could be bad you agree chuck absolutely yeah Yeah. just uh whether it's whether it's steel wall or um, pest block foam pest block foam and remember a mouse a bat any of those things can fit through a hole 10 percent the size of their body so no hole is too small for you to seal up yeah and a bat house i remember we we were building them in wood shop you know years ago with our students and uh Heck, I want to say that it had dimensions of like 10 by 12 inches. I mean, it wasn't very big, and you could, and a lot of bats would <laughs> right, crawl into it. So it doesn't take much yeah. space. And, and one of the problems with those shed floors are they're really moist, okay? So if you can uh, seal that shed floor, may help. But w- take a look at the, the sill plate around the very bottom. See if it's punky. See if it's starting to rot at all, because that's where the, the ants are going to come to it more. So I would spray it with some kind okay. of uh, protectant there. I agree. Okay. All right. All right, guys. Thanks so much. I appreciate your help. Very helpful. Let us know what happens. Thank you, Tracy. Appreciate your call, buddy. Next, let's talk to Tim in Waterford. Got a question about insulation. How you doing, Tim? You're on with the guys. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good, thank you. Uh, couldn't be better. Okay, I live in a small bungalow, and the upstairs is finished. And recently I was able to get up into the attic area because I didn't have access, and I cut a hole and there's virtually no insulation, and then, gosh, during the summer, it's really hot, and, of course, it's very cold in the uh, winter because there's only one vent up there. So I have two questions. Uh, um, what do you think about blowing in insulation? Should that help it? And 
What do you think about adding a power vent because it's very compact up there? There's like three separate little attic areas almost with the walls that come up to the roof. And you have a company that you might recommend to come assess it and take a look at it that I can trust. We sure do. We have a couple of them for you. Um, as far as the power vent, we're not big fans. Uh, sometimes we're okay with like a natural vent. What's a crown called? The, the, the spinning crown. Yeah, exactly. Trying, the thinking, ones, trying to think of the name of it. A convective fan to spin just be, as heat goes through them. There you go. Uh, but they don't require any electricity. Right. Um, right. There is a rich you know vent what? in the house. Yeah, in typical bungalow. Um, Ideally, if you could spray foam against those short knee walls on the back side of those and then do the same in the other spots that are uninsulated. Um, Ace and Sons, uh, Bill Creed, those people do a fantastic job, wouldn't yeah. you think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Maybe also uh, Amacy, uh, air, the clean insulation as well. Oh, they can't do the vertical. That's right. They don't, they don't do the uh, fiberglass. So, yeah, Bill Creed, Ace and Sons insulations. You yeah. got a pen? Tim? Oh, I'm writing it down right now. Bill Creed and Insulations. Ace and Sons. Ace and Sons Insulation. Oh, got it. Ace and Sons Insulation. Eight, I have eight, it very much. That's all right. 888-500-4223. 4223. Yeah, Great. they have the ability to spray foam. Yeah, yeah they they can take care of you. They're very, very... Uh, diligent and concerned with those issues and they have done retro uh, insulation to homes like yours for decades so and, and you're making a good call the there's foam. nothing else you can do for your home they'll start paying you back the minute you put it in like I insulation know. will it's worth it so it really is tim please let us know how it goes okay standard insulation well if you're gonna you've got some short walls in the in that upper story there that are vertical and you're yep. going to have to have something that would be on the back side of that that would do a good job of both air sealing and insulating, and foam is the absolute best product for that in that situation, I think. Great. Thank you very much. Absolutely. You're welcome. Good luck. All right, let's see. we got a couple minutes here. Uh, let's talk to Vicki and Matt. No? Okay. We're... Vicki, if you wait at time for the break, we'll uh, we'll talk to you afterwards. In the meantime, anyone can call eight 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 six five four guys. Now, Vicky's going to be calling after the break about painting a chain link fence truck. Ooh, Ooh. you might have a product. I might have. No, I do have a product for her. <laughs> um, we're going to tell you when we get back from break. If you got any painting coming up, we're going to give you a couple tips on how to make sure you can make it the best project possible. We're also going to tell you about a new product that we just came across that we really like. We'll be talking about it when we get back from bank. In the meantime, I want to remind everyone what we were just talking about, our article in the Detroit News Home Style section. You can see it at the InsideOutsideGuys.com. You can see it Detroit News Home Style section. You can also see it at the Inside Outside Guys Facebook page as well. Chuck, a lot of people want to stay in their homes as they age. They don't want to move into a new new facility or someplace easier they've lived in their house all these years and they want to stay there they just need to accommodate it for their needs right absolutely so someone they can call if they're staying in their house is barrier free plus find professional contractors you can trust at insideoutsideguys.com now once again here are ken calverly and chuck bridenstine welcome back everybody we appreciate you being with us uh Show is about you today and tomorrow. 
888-654-GUYS. We'd love to hear from you if you have any questions, concerns, or comments. Are you distracted? Are you? Uh, no, I'm here. I'm here. I'm otherwise here. occupied. I'm, I'm right here, buddy. Eight 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 six five four guys. Let's talk to Vicky in Madison Heights, who has a question about chain link fence. Good morning, Vicky. You're on with the guys. Hi. Good morning. Thanks. I really enjoy your show. Uh, my question thank is: Thank you I very much. Four hundred lineal feet of chain link fence. Is there a good time of year to to paint? And what temperature should it be? And should I use a Rust-Oleum or an oil base of chrome aluminum? Good, good question. <laughs> All good questions. How many feet did you say you had to paint? Four. Uh, 400 lineal feet. By It's like four feet tall. And then plus the poles. You know, the okay. Well, the, the, the rust is the issue there. If you can get the rust off, I mean 100% of it off, you can use just about any kind yeah. of aerosol paint. Um, if you can't get the rust off, then it's very important that you, you use a Rust-Oleum product if you can't get all of it off. Yeah, it, it, is it zinc-treated chain link, do you know? Kind of a oh, dull silver? Oh, I don't silver. know. It's been, here for 50, it's, been, it's been here for 50 years. Oh. Okay, gotcha. I have no idea. Um, you'll want to uh, see if you can get a sense of that. It'd be kind of a dull, ugly, gray, silvery color yeah. if it was zinc-coated. Yeah. And you'll want to make sure that you buy a paint that's compatible with that. Uh, Ken and I uh -huh. like spray paints, stuff like that. We do. Oh. We do. Uh, and really, you can, well, you can move I'm along not, pretty okay. quickly. I don't Go know. I think, well, because i got to paint both sides. So it, I, was, yep. I was thinking rolling, but... Um, well, what you may want to do is roll it and then go over it with a few cans and eat with uh, spray paint. That would be our suggestion. Okay. Because you're never going to get everything All either right. way. The concern with rolling it is that you might tend to put too much on in a single coat, um, and it won't yeah. stay. It'll fall off, okay. yeah, especially I when just, it starts moving for, for any yeah. reason. Yeah. We, okay. we, you know, better, we just, go ahead. I would say, is there a better time of year or temperature-wise that I should do this? No. No, this is the best time of year to do it, middle of summer. Okay. As long as that dogwood's not snowing in the air and getting stuck to it. <laughs> yeah, while well, I'm waiting for that to finish, the cottonwood to get out of here. Um, but no, this is a good time yeah, of year I to do to it. Yeah, I want to start working on it. So Pardon? This is a good time of year to I'm do sorry. it. It is okay. Good. And if it was okay. mine, I would probably spray it. I, I'd get a piece of cardboard and you know hold it behind yeah. you know each section as I'm doing it and just light light coats. And uh, work your way back and forth. It's easy. It's not physically hard, and it, I think it'll do a better job. I, I agree with you. Hold hold about four to six inches away as you yeah. spray. Uh, spray at an angle. You'll get more of the fence if you spray more on an angle um, that way. So okay. I agree with you. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you so much for the call, Vicky. Greatly appreciate it. Okay. Now, Vicky, keep listen. Keep listening, because I'm going to tell you about a, a new paint that Chuck and I just discovered. I've I've had a chance to use it, but I want to give a, a tip out there real quick, Chuck. We've given this in the, in the past. When you buy a new paint, when anyone buys the paint, unless they see it mix right in front of them and then take it home and use it, turn it over before you use it, a good couple hours before you use it, whether it's spray paint or it's anything, because all the pigment in paints eventually will fall to the bottom of the can, once again, whether it's spray or it's a roll-on. So if you turn it over for a while before you use it, it'll really help. Yeah, I, I'll do that, and I'll set it in the sun as well. Uh, yeah, yep, yep. 
let right. it warm up, uh, you know, like right next to a truck tire or something where that black surface is, you know, right. drawing the heat. Right. We just had someone, Chuck, send us some, uh, some paint, some cans of paint they yeah. wanted us to try. And the name of the paint is Plutonium, and they're located out of Southfield, Michigan, and they sent us uh, about six colors. And you're going to go try one when you, yeah. today or tomorrow when, when you to get home. And I tried it recently. I tell you, it, 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 what I really like about the paint is it dries really fast. I mean, literally, you put it on. And, and Ralph, who called me about this paint, told me how important directions are because it's a high-pigment paint. And it's, you know, we talk about value. It, it, it's a, it's a, it's, it's, so you got a lot of color quickly? A lot of, a lot of, a lot of color real quick. I was able to s spray one side. Stood back, went over the other side, sprayed it, came right back, and sprayed over top of it. But he made it clear, you have to shake the heck out of this can. There's a lot of pigment inside yeah. this can, and that's what makes it so good. And there's directions on the can. I stood back, I sprayed it, and I was really happy with the finish. I got on the, I was doing a, a railing on my truck, a step-up rail, and I was really happy with it. And we're going we're gonna, to um, take a look at it more, Plutonium Paints, um, plutoniumpaint.com. So anyone's thinking of it, it's a very... High strength uh, paint and comes in translucent, metallics, and opaques. Very, very nice colors. I'm curious. So to we'll try it. we'll be talking about more about plutonium paints in the future. Yeah, so. I love the fact uh, that it's a local product. Yes, that's yes. pretty cool. Yeah, it is a local product and it's sold a lot. I got a lot of True Value hardware stores. Some of the Ace hardware stores carry it as okay. well, and we'll find out more. But uh, yeah. if you're thinking about doing some spray painting, it's, yes. it's definitely a great product to try. So. 888-654-GUYS equals 888-654-4897. Donna, we apologize. We had to get that stuff out, but we'll get to you, get back to you right after the break when we get back from uh, this message. In the meantime, to get a chance, go to the inside or go to the Detroit News uh, and take a look at our article that we wrote yesterday. And uh, you're going to like it, especially if you're thinking about doing any home improvement. Last two really were, were meant for the homeowners to take a look at these and study these. Yeah, and there's some great financing options out there that you want to ask your contractors about. Yeah, yeah, I really do. So people are, years ago we had a guest on, Chuck, and they said the two most important things out there, and we know it, are air and water, because those are two things that you absorb, <laughs> all right? Absolutely. Whenever you come in contact with water, you absorb the water no matter how you do yeah. it. And we have a company that can make sure that you're drinking fresh water every time you turn on the tap whether it's a reverse osmosis you just need a softener or you want to get some salt for your softener today at salt cell saturday you want to check out Beauchamp water treatment solutions you're laughing and learning with the inside outside guys on news talk 760 wjr here's inside guy chuck bridenstine and the outside guy ken calverly Welcome back, everybody. We appreciate you being with us. 888-654-GUYS is the number. I want to remind you, if you've got a commercial building and it flooded last night in that <laughs> gully washer, uh, Andy's Roofing is a great resource for you Yeah. to assure that it never happens again. And believe me, they can do it today with the technologies they've got for commercial roofing. Yeah, yeah, great new team partner. Anyone you guys hear our voice, if you have a commercial or industrial roof and you need it repaired right, you want to call Andy's Roofing. The proof is in the roof. We got a bonus hour today, don't we? I know, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we got a sprint over to uh, the world headquarters of Mary Grove Awning. But we're meeting some really good friends. We are. 
We are. We have such a good time whenever we're with Mike Fally, he at uh, Marigrove Awning, and the boys. Like we call them boys. They're, know, they're, they're well in their thirties compared to us. <laughs> they are brilliant young men yes. who uh, courageously started a a business uh, when times were tough and had are just succeeding really well because they know how to run a business and they have a great product. Uh, Motor City Floors and Coatings. Uh, so we'll have the show within the show, and we'll add Mike Fallahey. And, and we're going to be broadcasting from his, um, what most people would call it, exercise room, right? Wellness Center? Or wellness something? Center. I like that even better. I think it's uh, Psychological and Physical Wellness Center for the, his employees to take advantage of. It's got a little kitchen in it. It's got uh, uh, weight machines in it, uh, ping pong table. I mean... Conference table, kind of an informal conference room. A little kitchen. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a wellness center. It's a good place to get your mind in order. And yeah. he had uh, Motor City Floors and Coatings come and do the floor and put a big, beautiful Mirror Grove uh, painting right now. Yeah, 10 or 12 painting, foot logo. Emlyn yeah. logo there. And uh, what a great guy to do that for its employees. What a great guy. So we'll be there at noon, from yep. noon to 1 today, right? Looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Also, want to remind you, uh, you know, it's certainly a seller's market in the housing and commercial uh, real estate. And you want to, Ken and I have always said, you want to have a person we call a shooter handle your real estate transactions for you. Is that a fair? That's a very fair shot. You know, that business is a lot like the old insurance business where you hire in, you, you, you bring all your family and friends in, and you, you know, you, you try to get them connected. But the truth is, until you've been around a while, it's like any other industry. You're not a professional, and you don't know all the ins and outs, but you and I have a guy. Yeah, we, well, we have a team. We, we have yeah. a guy, and he has a team, JeffGloverAssociates.com. Check him out. He's one of a, a mayor, guarantee one of America's top salesmen, definitely the one here in southeast Michigan. But JeffGloverAssociates.com, if you're thinking about selling or buying, Jeff will put a team behind your house that will blow you away absolutely blow you away and uh we, we he is the inside outside guys resident realtor and uh, we're proud to have him but the man sells millions and millions and millions of dollars in real estate every year <laughs> that's who you want that's who you want someone that knows <laughs> what they're doing all right phone lines are open 888-654-GUYS equals 888-654-4897 let's talk to a very patient donna from trenton good morning donna you're on with the guys Good morning. <laughs> I have a question for the outside. Good. I'm going to take have... five here. <laughs> <laughs> I have chiggers, I think, and nobody will spray for them. What is the solution? You got to spray for them. Spray yourself. <laughs> yeah. We're teasing. <laughs> there are <laughs> there are a lot of things you can you can use. Um how is your Yard is it flat for the most part? Is on any, any kind of a hill? Yeah, there is there is an incline. I'm on a slight hill. Okay, if it's a slight hill, we're okay with a, a granular oh, yeah. um, product because they last a little bit longer. Yeah. If not, we we okay. recommend you get a spray. And any of the the um, lawn pest products will work for those. The ortho ortho easy um, bug clear. Any of the Scotts products that say they get rid of grubs. They will list all sorts of insects on those uh, bags, and it definitely gets rid of chiggers. And if you keep your grass yeah, they cut. Don't specifically, they don't specifically say chiggers, though. That's, I don't know if there's other names that it goes by. 
No. Well, here's one thing you could do, too. Go ahead, Chuck. You're going to say something, buddy. Well, I was just going to say, if you keep your grass a little shorter, too, uh, mosquito, I was thinking of the mosquitoes last night Good with point. the rains we're starting to get, and the chiggers as well. They like uh, lush, deep grass with moisture in it. And if you can make sure you're not overwatering it, and frequent short cuttings will help too. That that's great advice because with the, the longer that grass is, the more shade they have, the more moist it is, more the cover, the more they're at home. Yeah. Now there is also right. a product out there called neem oil, N E E M oil, and you can buy I it in a concentrate. Okay, well, and you put it in a concentrate, and you use a garden sprayer. But I, okay. if, if you want to stay away from the pesticides that you, you will kill everything, I'd take. Chuck's advice were keep that grass short after you mow it and then spray it with the neem oil. And I got to think it's not going to be long before they're going to be gone. I know it. I, I can't well, imagine that. You, how long have you been trying to fight these things? Um, I believe this is my third summer. And they don't seem oh to bother gosh. my dog. My dog, I don't see my dog scratching, but they, they get me. And the, the bite lasts for like two weeks. It itches so bad. Oh, they are. They're, they're crazy. Are you proximate to fields or... Good question. Some no, large empty spaces. That no, is just city. weird. I I wouldn't I hesitate putting on a heavy dose. <laughs> definitely curable. Yeah, definitely cur- also oh, maybe call God. some maybe um a uh, mosquito company that can fog the area, they hit your grass, they should kill those at the same time, but they're not gonna kill the eggs. If you look at stuff that has permethrin in it, that's supposedly really effective against chiggers. Permethrin. Donna, let us know how it goes for you, please, okay? Appreciate the call. In the meantime, anyone thinking about new windows, why wouldn't you buy a window that has a lifetime warranty, even on the glass? If and the screens. And the screen. If you punch a hole in the screen or you punch a hole in the glass, it's, it's what Niles Shana says is a 110% warranty. Go to the Lifetime Window Replacement Company. That is Window World. You have housing questions? The Inside Outside guys on WJR have the answers. Here are Ken and Chuck. With over 80 years of combined housing experience, if we don't have have the answers, no one will. 888-654-GUYS equals 888-654-4897. want you to give us a call for any and all of your housing needs, just like Tom did from Belleville. Good morning, Tom. You're on with the Inside Outside guys on WJR. Oh, Tom's not there. Let's. All right, well, that's how Sandy did from Ann Arbor. Good morning, Sandy. You're on with the Inside Outside Guys. Hello? Good morning, Sandy. Hi, good morning. I have a how can we help you? On, uh, um, I have a question. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Hello? Okay. Um, I have an old wood deck that's made out of pressured wood, and it was in perfect condition. And we added on to it last week um, some more pressured wood and made it bigger. But the original part of the deck had been painted. And we're wondering how to get that paint off. My husband has read a number of things about it, and it sounds like everything is quite involved. Is there any way of getting paint off that? And how do you take care of a, a um, pressurized wood deck? Good, good questions. Yeah, they are good questions. No easy way. No. There's no easy way to get the paint off. No, there isn't. Man, I'll tell you, if, if that oh. paint soaked into the wood, I mean, it could be a major yeah. project to get it out of oh. the wood, and that tends to be very dry wood, you know, during the summer. If somebody painted it during the summer, who? And was, do you know, was the bottom side of that deck painted as well? No, just the top. Okay, good. 
Good. Okay, good. Good. So what are you thinking, Ken? Well, I mean, here's, here's a, what I'm scared of, and everyone's tried to do this. You don't want it when you're done to look like a whitewashed deck, you know, where you got specks of white all over the place. Yeah. You and I have never right. been a fan of the deck coatings or the deck paints, painting over top of deck. We, we're, we're big fans of staining decks. If you just got that okay. one put on this year, we wouldn't even touch it this year. Fair yeah, to say, Chuck? I would. I agree. You might consider the, uh, the old decking. How was that put down? Do you know what fasteners were used? Uh, deck screws. Now, I know what you're thinking, and I like the way you think. Flip it over. Power wash it first because yeah. you want to get much of it off there. And that's why I asked if it was on the bottom side because if it was and it got water, it would be trapped. But if you power wash it first to get as much of that paint off, yeah. take those screws off, turn the boards over, and you're the inside guy, too. Wow, good, good thought, Chuck. <laughs> I should not have said that out loud. I should have shared it with Ken. Does that make sense, <laughs> Sandy? Yeah. I, does that make sense to you? Yeah. yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> but I don't know if I'm okay. going to do it. <laughs> I respect that. If I mean, even the old square drive, you know, we've done that where we've gone back and tried to take them off. And, boy, you gotta, you got to get a technique and you got to have some some good tools to do it. And it can be a pain, yeah. but but that would still be easier than trying to get paint out of that wood, i got to believe. And since we, our suggestion is don't do anything with the new deck until it has at least a good year to dry out, that gives you a year yeah. to flip all those boards. So flip all okay. the boards, then we want you to put a translucent stain, a translucent stain over the deck uh, when you're all done. Yeah, an oil base, yeah, transparent, so you're not painting it. You're not putting a... A surface on it that can peel off or bubble off. Or, or trap water. Trap yeah. water, exactly. Okay. Do you have a product name? You know what? There's a million of them out there today. So many of those things are essentially chemically all the same. I would buy from any – I like going to a professional. I like going to a Benjamin Moore or Mercury yeah, Payne. And, or, and the question you just ask, we get all the time, and, yeah. and, and it might sound easy, but we just say don't buy the cheap stuff. When it comes to the stains, you want to buy one of the more expensive. And, and whether Oil it's base, Olympia or uh, Penafin, yep. so many good products. You just want to make sure you buy a good one. I mean, uh, uh, okay. not an expensive okay. one. Does that help? Okay. Yep, yep. that does help. All good. right. Well, thanks a lot. We appreciate Stay in touch it. with us, okay? Stay in touch. Good luck. Right, appreciate then. your call. Thank All you. Right. You're Bye -bye. welcome. Phone lines are open, 888-654-GUYS, which equals 888-654-4897. When we get back from break, we're going to talk to Marilyn from Woodhaven, who has some rattling water pipes. Uh-oh, that's no good. Speaking of rattling water, we had a bunch. you had a bunch last night, didn't you? <laughs> oh, we had water. I honestly thought I was going to have to build a boat last night for a while. It <laughs> rained so hard, and I just kept thinking, I'm high and I'm dry. But there's got to be a lot of people with wet basements. You know, and if you, if you smell that musty smell in your basement and you notice some moisture, one thing we guarantee you is it's not going to get better on its own. So if you want to take care of that, that moisture in your crawl space, your basement, you want to get a hold of Foundation Systems of Michigan. Here for you today and every day. This is the Inside Outside Guys on WJR. Here are Chuck and Ken. Welcome back, everybody. We appreciate you being with us. We're going to remind you that the show is about you today and tomorrow, 888-654-4897. We got our vanity number back. Hey, Ken, I wanted to remind people 
I'm, I know you've been trying to declutter the last couple of years. I am on Big my time. way to trying to do that. And we've got an excellent team partner in Junk King that uh, will literally drop off a uh, whatever size unit you want. You fill it, and they'll haul it away for you. To me, that's really cool. So as soon as the wife goes to work, you have them deliver it. Oh, I'd get in so much trouble. I'd get in so much trouble. Oh, man. It would, she'd flip a coin, divorce or murder, one of the two. <laughs> hey, I'd get one of the two. She'd be ordering one of the junk king oh my containers God. for you. I, t- I told you about the time that I donated her pillows up at the cottage, oh, and did. my goodness, you would have thought I gave away our firstborn. I have never understood the idea of getting a piece of furniture and then putting so many pillows on it that you can't use the furniture. Because you're, you're a man. There's not a man out there that understands that. Before I go to bed at night, Chuck, i got to throw off like 12 pillows off my bed before I go to bed at night. I know. Right, so we're up north, and these I, I donated them all. And boy, was she mad at me! But the back to the junk king thing, <laughs> I don't understand. I see this a lot, Chuck, and I'll drive by a property or a house that just—I'm sorry—they look like a junkyard. Okay, yeah. and, and to 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 roll a rubber wheeled dumpster that junk king offers in your backyard or in, right into your driveway and spend the day just throwing just it all day. away, just one, one day. day. That's it, throwing it all away. No matter what you have, I agree with you. all you got to do is load it. And they, they'll drop it off. Call them up. You load it. They'll pick it up. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's really cool. We've had a lot of our listeners do that and rave about them, and that's why we like junking. And, and just great, once again, great people. 888-654-GUYS equals 888-654-4897. Let's talk to uh, Marilyn in Woodhaven. Good morning, Marilyn. You're on with the Inside Outside Guys on WJR. Uh, good morning. Um in uh, my master bath, when I wash my hands, I notice that when I turn off the water, I hear the water pipes rattle. And I'm wondering um, what I can do to stop that. And I also want to tell you that whenever I do leave my house for a week or two, I turn off the main water to the house. So I'm just wondering if that has something to do with it. But, uh, yeah, I was told that that's a good idea to do that. Well, it is. Especially in the wintertime. Can't hurt. Colder months. Can't hurt might help. Turn off the water just in case of a a break with your um, water tank. So, of course, all that. Yep. The rattling uh, is usually two things. Um, Water is not compressible. So, as it moves toward the faucet that you have open and then you suddenly close it, the water will impact the backside of that faucet and literally it'll reverberate through the pipes. So if you can buy gasketing material like you might use around windows and doors, they sell rolls of it, you know, self-adhesive stuff. At or the pipe Depot, insulation kind, kind of material. Yeah, except that probably won't fit through the floor joists. Okay. Because you want to you want to put that right around the pipe where they go through the individual framing members. The rubber, right? Rubber yeah. Rubber. And stick it right to the pipe and... Um, then when they bang, they'll be the sound will be absorbed by the gasketing material rather than banging against the wood frames, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah, it does. Okay, so for some crazy reason, I'm thinking air is in there, and that's what's causing all that. But it's actually the, the moving back and forth hitting. Yeah, it's uh, actually if you wood. had air, that'd be a positive because air is compressible and it would slow that down. Uh, but you don't want air in there. Um, also, if those are old faucets and you ever get them replaced, uh, your plumber, you know, somebody like Waterwork or Z Plumbers. Water hammer? Yeah, they can put water hammers in, and they can also put faucets that when they close, they don't shut quickly. It sounds goofy. They're not going to 
leave the water on for you know 12 extra seconds or anything but they slow down the valve closing just enough to minimize water hammering so uh, so what you're saying is that water is in motion and when you just shut it off yeah. that could be part of the uh, yeah it's it's continued motion it's of a water. solid and almost a solid in motion i mean it's a liquid but again it's a non-compressible liquid yep yeah does that make sense okay. so it's not it, it does it, and it's not damaging anything it's just a nuisance then well, yeah, I mean, water hammer can create damage over time if it's severe enough and extended, but it, it's rarely a big issue. Yeah, and if you call it, next time you call plumber, and have him take a look at it. But what Chuck was saying is if you uh, secure those pipes, I mean, you need a couple more brackets to tighten them up, but when you do that, put some kind of gasketing material between them. And, you know, we, you'll get it if you have a, a, a fan mounted somewhere, a real vibrator, um, you put that gas gasket behind it it yeah. cuts down the vibration and noise okay all right all right well that's that's good to know all good. right well thank you so much for the information appreciate it we appreciate your call so you have no worries thank you very much all right no boy let's go to the other side of the world let's talk to sharon in deckerville good morning sharon you're on with the guys hi yes thank you for taking the call i have tent worms in all my trees hardwood even pine, and I have trees less than 20 feet from the house. I am now seeing those hemp worms all around the foundation. They're going up the cement block and under the siding. Okay. Okay. Well, I might have a professional come in one oh, time. Oh, no doubt about I think it. I'd have Rose Pest Solutions come in there one time. And do a treatment. Obviously, it can kill the trees. Besides being just kind of yucky and gross and nasty. Yeah, you mean the worms? Yeah, yeah. I'd spray yeah. those trees. I'd spray the foundation. You get a good uh, mist material that they use, and I think that will take care of them. Okay, uh, you have a number for them. We absolutely have a or number for Rose Pest Solutions. They've been a, a WJR advertiser for years. Do you have a pen handy? Okay. It is no, eight. Uh, oh. Just a minute. Those are nasty okay. things, aren't they? Oh, yuck. Eight seven 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 four nine seven five nine two. Okay. Are they, excuse me, when they go under the, sorry, when they go under the siding, will they then pass out in the spring? Is that what they're going to do? When you talk to Rose, ask them that very question. Uh, they may be able to stick a wand up under the bottom edge of the siding and get that, uh, yeah, insecticide right up under there. Yeah, and they've got to kill the main oh. the, the main nest, what's ever in there. Once yeah. they do that, that should everything else should go away. Exactly. So. Okay. All please, right. Please. You, you're yeah. welcome. Take take care. Let us know how it goes for you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Listen, we have one segment left when we get back from the break in just a minute. Eight 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 six five four guys equals eight 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 six five four. 
1-800-227-4897. On tomorrow's show, we're going to talk about poison ivy. It's that time of year, and uh, you've so been bad. you've been lucky so far this year, Chuck. <laughs> I, you haven't came in swollen up once. No, I know. Yeah, cool. and, and we're also going to talk about, because the week after that is, you know, it's no big deal to you and I, because we have to work on Father's Day, right? <laughs> and uh, next week is Father's Day. We're going to talk some fashion faux pas, and... And I got to admit, I'm, I've turned into my dad, 100%, and I, I am uh, definitely guilty of the number one dad fashion faux pas, Ooh. and we'll talk about that tomorrow. i curious <laughs> to hear what that is. Huh. Hey, last weekend, last Saturday, we had a great time down at uh, one of Kern's world headquarters. Right? I know. We were down in Plymouth at a really neat location that they offer there on Mill Street. That was fun. Yes, it was a great location, and and you know Kearns Brothers. If you were thinking about getting a new roof or a new siding, they will take care of you like no other. That's why this next segment of the Inside Outside Guys brought to you by Kearns Brothers. Find professional contractors you can trust at InsideOutsideGuys.com. Now, once again, here are Ken Calverly and Chuck Bridenstine. If you can't get through today, call tomorrow at 10 a.m. Just real quick, chiggers, we were talking about that earlier. Yes. We talked about keeping the grass trimmed and dry. If you got piles of leaves, if you got uh, real dense foliage, anywhere like that, they will nest. You know, so you want to try to dry those areas out, and you can test with a little uh, six-by-six-inch black piece of cardboard. Okay. Just lay it down and see if they crawl onto it. Just a, a black piece of cardboard. Paint it black, set it down, and if, if they're there, they will jump yeah, on Yeah, within a few minutes, they'll walk onto it. Yeah. Okay. Right. And they tend to be red and pink and orange. And then what? Machine gun? Then you call the inside-outside guys. And <laughs> <laughs> Just like Marianne did from Beverly Hills. Good morning, Marianne. You're on with the inside-outside guys on WJR. Hi, guys. You cracked me up. And I learned so much. So anyway, I am, yeah, I am 70-year-old Marianne and very proud about my age and very um, connected with you guys because you've helped me. And um, I'm not going to get soupy, or maybe I will. I listen. Go ahead. God bless you. I, <laughs> I listen. Yeah. I listen. And your empathy and your grace. When you had a caller earlier, and she's probably younger than me, older than me, doesn't matter. But what I know for sure is that you guys are amazing. You do such a service for community. And Thank I'm you. just so blessed. I'm just Thank so you. blessed to, to turn it. Tune in and um, get good referrals. You have never led me wrong. And um, so many of the companies you've recommended have been helpful to me in this 1950s ranch. And um, thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless you. That's You're very welcome. Thank you. Very welcome. Thank you for calling us and telling us this. You know, we, we always say, you know, Chuck has a mother. I have a mother. We have grandmothers. We Sisters, we, we like wives, people. daughters. We love helping people. That's yeah. when we're here, Chuck and I, we're happy. We're in our in our zone. So thank you so much for saying what you, you did. It means everything to us. And I feel and know that you're in your zone. And it's what you were, one of the many things that you were put on this planet to do. 
So thank you guys. Bye. Thank you, Marianne. So thank you so much. It means everything. We really appreciate it. It really does. Jeepers. Let's see if John from Hale can beat that. Hey, John, you there, buddy? I think we end it right now. <laughs> John, you there? Me in my cottage for years, and I've got a submersible sewage pump that takes care of all the wastewater in the lower level of our cottage where I am right now. I live in Sterling Heights. Uh, but there's a number of problems, one of which is it always clogs on if somebody puts wipes on, but I'm not sure how you can solve that except get rid of the wipes. The other problem is it has a, a float, which is just a bulb that hangs from a tie uh, from the pump. It has a separate electrical outlet and everything. And that thing just has all sorts of problems of not coming on and getting water uh, coming out of the, out of the pump uh, area. And, and all I hear from everybody is that's just an epidemic problem with the submersible sewage pumps. Is there anything you know about that? that uh, is better than these things of these crazy hanging bulb, uh, uh, you know, switches? Yeah, they've got, they've got uh, different types of switches on those. The one you're describing, yeah, literally is like an octopus arm that extends out on a, a rubber-sealed cord. But, but they have them that are they're a conventional ball that literally goes up and down in a vertical run that's attached to the macerator pump. I, I would just talk to uh, uh, Z Plumbers or Waterwork and have them take well, a look I'm, at it. I'm well, it's, it's up in Hale. Well, here's a place not far from you, Warren Pipe and Supply. Um, Warren? Go check them out. Warren Pipe and supply hardware store um in warren go check them is, out they're going to have a multiple uh some pumps like is that. that in warren though i'm in i'm in hale between Tallis and west branch yeah but you just said you live in sterling heights correct that's your cottage well, right? right but i but that's not where i am i'm up for the whole summer in hale oh i got so you who else might be able to help you up there is goyette yeah goyette yep they're in hale yep. you got, oh, you i had goyette number. up and and they, the guy didn't even know how to open the doggone cover I guarantee you, Goyette's got people that could take care of that. Yeah, call them and tell them specifically what you want. They must have sent out the wrong service tech, but tell them exactly what you want, and they'll send out someone who specializes in sump pumps. Yeah. Uh, up in Hale, okay, I, 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 you're welcome. You're welcome. Pardon? I was in Hale for, no, I was in Hale for years, um, raised my kids in Hales. We had a cottage up there, and there's not very many to choose from up in those areas. No, it's funny. Goyette's just come up there in the last several years, yep. Nascota and Tawas in that area, yep. and uh, they are a big company, and they've got a lot of great technicians. Uh, the key, of course, is to get one that knows what they're doing with those uh, sewage pumps, those macerator ejector crocs. Absolutely, and when they do it, you want to make sure, I mean, that, that you don't have to call them back, but what a pain that would be. That would be. Oh, it would be. I, I get it. Yeah, I've had houses where we built those into the house, and, and that's, yeah, you, you're counting on that baby to function. Yeah, we have team partners that will travel. Um, some of them will travel all over Michigan, lower Michigan. Some of them only travel to a certain um, uh, ge geographical location, and we, we like that and we respect that. We think if some of our, oh, yeah. let's say if we had, you know, if Waterwork Plumber had to drive up to Hale to take care of this, it would be too too expensive. It'd be it a just day. Would be. Yeah. Got to yeah. charge you a day day rate for a for a one hour job. Yeah. Yes. Hey, we want to make sure everyone sticks around uh, after the show. Chuck and I are heading over to Marygrove Arning to sit with Mike Fallahy, okay. Rob, and Max. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't know he was there still, but uh, stick around. We'll be back after this hour, right?
Yes, sir. I want to remind everybody, uh, we're going to be with Max Farr, Rob Lowry, and Mike Fallahy at Mary Grove talking about Motor City Floors and Coatings from 12 to 1. Yeah, and we'll make them the next sponsor of the Inside Outside Guys.